more nugs for this boy. <laughs> Getting it back to one. <laughs> I was going to say, say uh, I'll just make you salads until I realize that's like the worst thing for you these days. Like, <laughs> Oh, I have to lose some weight probably. <laughs> you die. Yeah. You decompose. Ah, <laughs> uh, lovely, lovely. That will have zero context for the folks in Belgium. Put that in Baldur's Gate 4, bitches. <laughs> yep. All right. Last time. We commenced w- with you, you all um, discussing exactly what needed to happen in the Fae States. We had a bit of a, 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 a recap given by Rachel on what the mission was, what the goals were, um, and you whisked yourselves off to Gatesill to have such um, discussions, negotiations, and whatnot. I won't bore us with all the minute details, because they don't really matter to you guys in your grand schemes. What matters most is that you were successful. Um, Before we went, though, Mm -hmm. they did talk to Norman about bringing the Catreva in. Mm -hmm. Very true. Wardens underneath. Very, Just stating Very that. true, yes. And yes. Yes, we have yet to have the Alfaheim meeting, but presumably when when that happens, um, we'll see if you um, say anything or what you do about them. Hey, about them. So I was thinking, I'm bad at my job. Maybe you'd be better? <laughs> Get off your asses and help me. <laughs> um, I'm in Gatesill, um, meeting with the um, three chancellors there was some you know stonewalling some strong arming whatever whatever phrases you want to um say essentially annie did her whole song and did the dance to it um had some very persuasive arguments i would say and also leveraged some um pre-established offerings from earth about you know hey the orcs uh, you know this might be a good place for them to hold up and defend considering that you have intel which has been shared other other ways as as well that there are um, enemy combatants nearing Dragonguard and Yildheim. A lot was just we spent solid two hours on this. I can't summarize all the little things, and again, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter so much. But the big thing for you guys is that um, dwarf Congress lady wanted me. Yes, on. <laughs> what she did. Um, is that you? Everything worked out um, through a combination of persuasion um, um, checks and other um, other offerings and some deceptions and insights and whatnot. Ultimately, it came came down to the temperature of all three of them, and then it came down to a singular die roll that was modified by everything else to see. What is the ultimate decision going to, going to be here? And it ends up in a positive way. Even after you knew it was a positive um, response, uh, they did come back with amendments that they wanted to have, and you um, got per- got permission from Eklund to and, and and the Queen, of course, to agree to those things. Um, you know, reducing the taxes and whatnot. But I think more importantly, again, for the players here here at the table. Um, Urfael and his, I should say, say Annie's elite men mm-hmm. under the yes. under the the command of her elitist um, are on the hook now for protecting Drakengardilheim that area. Um, and I think I think I think you even said, oh, yeah, we're ha- we have no problem being the tip of the spear in, in a mm-hmm. sense, or the 
pointy part of the shield as they come charging at us. <laughs> sort of thing. Um, but uh, besides that, you have sort of looped yourself into... Because before you, you left, there was a discussion with um, Queen Elspeth about where do you see yourself in five to, 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 to ten years, that old question. And you're like, I don't really, really know. Well, you have soft committed yourself to being the voice of the face states back in Ceremony. Yeah, yeah, this has been written into the contracts and everything, which are going through the process of being signed. You don't have to worry about getting paperwork to and, and fro. You do at some point have to worry about getting a teleportation circle into the ring to um, probably not Gatesil, but probably Anacil or Simsil, I can't remember which is left look or right. It doesn't matter. One of those, because that would be... Whatever they want to send your elites. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly, exactly that. Um, that's, that's what we're referring to this now. I like they, yeah. they basically think of Halo. I don't know if anybody yeah. Halo. Yes, yes, of course. <laughs> the elites. And tell me more about, about these elites. They're elites. The word orc will never be whispered here. <laughs> They're big. Until you see them. Seven feet tall. Three feet taller than me. Wrong. My are pretty. Okay. So all went... Well, it's a dwarf with a gnome on its shoulders. Mm-hmm. Ah! You then teleported directly from directly from Gatesail to um, not even um, where the Dragonborn born are, but instead you teleported directly into where you guys stayed for several days in the layer of an ancient, very ancient white white dragon and a fully adult. <laughs> Um, angrier <coughs> white woman with a bit of silveryness mm-hmm. to her. Uh, fantastic conversations were had at that point between not only Annie doing doing some doing some um, convincing, and certainly in Norwegian, um, who will be taking up most of the mantle from a spellcraft standpoint, making this this work. Um, you even went so far as to use unprecedented magical might to turn into a full silver dragon. A construct that you basically came up with knowing what mm-hmm. Galanathor seems to be capable of in small spurs. Perhaps she herself is not even fully capable of where those extra breaths and whatnot come from and mm-hmm. saying, you know, you can be like this and then your blood may be able to help your mother. Mm-hmm. Coming up, a, a very nice insight that you made that even I didn't make after you rolled a 31, I think, on 34, a, I think. Uh, yeah, some medicine. insane... I'm sorry. 34. 34. We're 17 plus 17. Paul for Bridge. Probably will. So uh, what could have led to a bit of a scuffle in the end, that was probably the one thing you could, could have said to truly like make Galanath a winter cloak fully like... If that's true, not only will I not not a, not a made your enemy, I will fight for you. Mm-hmm. you guys damn. Went, Sweet. Then you scooped up these these two and flew out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, flew to um. The Definitely would have been a white place. dragon at that point, just so it mm. looked proper. Yes. After you <laughs> went into a fake form and healed and did some yeah. other fantastic stuff, you went 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 through a tree and we ended the session with you guys appearing in. The court city in the usual location. Mm-hmm. For the first breadth of this, um, there's certainly much to discuss about Scarlet. Partially conversations that we actually mostly like. Last time we decided, let's let's 
Let's delay the Scarlet, even though they're happening right right here and, and, and now. Let's delay having them at the table until after the, f the face states happen. So now we can sort of go back in time and have those chats. Um, but before we do that even, I'd like to save that until right before we go to Scarlet drafts. Mm -hmm. um, I want to I want to ask you guys uh, I, I want to spend the next if possible no more than 45, 45 minutes at most at most at what you guys are doing here in the court city over a three-day rest period you arrive at like 1 a.m. Mm -hmm. um, obviously sleep makes a lot of sense and stuff sure but over the next two days are there any things that that you want to to do, just sort of guide me through, and we don't even have to RP things per per se. Could those jabronis yes. in the face state have given us the thing in the ring when we were there? You know what? We didn't RP it that way because nothing was officially signed. But it's not a huge stretch to do that. Let's just say yes. Okay. I'll, I'll go so far as to say, or if you, especially if you like chime in and go, hey, my elites are going to get here. Because I think yeah. you guys, because you didn't give the ring. No, because we're going to Bowden to get them. They don't yeah. have the ring. Is that true? Just making make sure. So the plan is to go to Bowden. I think that is true. I don't think think that you mm -hmm. gave, 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 that they gave them a ring. So yeah, because there's no way correct. to get them to the dragon. I was trying to just mm -hmm. cut us out of that, but like, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, so then, then yes, I think we that... Pick them um, up either way, that's what I realized. Mm -hmm. that it was like, oh, okay, then we... Yeah, what did you put in the ring? A teleportation circle to get the Fenra Asala to whatever city you said. Um, Amersil. Amersil, not Gatesil. Mm -hmm. So they can get to their position for the war. Okay. For what so he just bargained with the treaty. Yeah, so I like, believe before what... what, what, what what Leo's saying is, Earth would have spoken up before you all poofed to the dragon and said, hey. And otherwise, we gotta go back to the gates and be like, hey, we need to refill yeah. this thing. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, so, I think that's one of those things where, again, right now, the, uh, the, the world is pretty much closed all of their teleportation circles at this point. So, as long as you cast Ascending at some, some point, um, they will open it up, mm -hmm. is the, the, the part of, of, of that now. Because in a time of war, they word of what happened at the court city has gotten around. Commerce has slowed to a grinding halt, as um, which teleportation was never a common commerce thing in any ways. But they were frankly assaulted directly by people just charging through in the court city. So as long as there's some some way to do a sending or whatnot to them, they'll be like, cool, we'll open um, it up. Mm -hmm. um, we don't have to know the details of, the, of, of that now, but you've now met all three chancellors. So as long as you send ascending to the chancellor that is responsible for that city, um, when the time comes, when when you want want it to happen, but bada bing, bada bing, that's the only thing you day have to do. Day one of our time about. in the court city. Day one. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Okay. So, you want this to happen? Stat. I got the time and I got the resources and Are we're they sitting around. There? No, so what would happen is mm -hmm. you would have to send to whatever delicate would open the gate for us. Mm -hmm. uh, I would take hack and swingy swingy in the air and then jump through. That's the right. Track. You can do it yourself. Yeah, and <laughs> meet up with the Fenra Asala, mm -hmm. arm them, get them ready. This is what they've been waiting for, so like they're excited. 
And it's like, all right, just waiting to hear from Annie until we can go. And then, whoosh, put him there. And then I will, zoom, right back here to the Court City, to the apartment. That makes where I put my Court City anchor. A lot of sense to, to, to me. I love this so much. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, that's oh why I was like, God. I was trying to think, like, yeah, it's oh all done then. Now, you last time you <clears throat> said that you put your anchor in the, in, in the court city right, right by his tree. Have you changed? Have you, you said you guys were talking about the apartment, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't really care. Yeah, if it keeps me hidden and I don't have to worry about it, then yeah, put me in okay. the apartment. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, wonderful. Do you want to spend some time with the Fenra? Um, like, cause you can go through the teleportation. Yeah, I would take them stuff. with to wherever okay. we're going before I come back. So, like, essentially Great. during our days... Day one, maybe even two. Yeah, that's where I'll be. That's what I'll be doing. I do want to say Amarcel is the one with the Dwarven Lady. And that's, two, that, 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 that's the one southeast, right? Yes. Perfect. So, I was hoping it was the case. I wasn't going to go back and look. Just so in there case. You go. I just wanted to say that because she was so oh, interested. Maybe, maybe two days. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe two nights. A day, a day or two nights. <laughs> hey, guys. Go to Scotland without <laughs> me. Click. <laughs> I got a plenty of Dwarven action here. Goodbye. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, um, no, but that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's love, a quick synopsis love that. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, um, man, there's there's so many things that we could do about that. Maybe we won't right here and, and now, but if you just take our imagination caps on right now, there'd probably be a couple hour gap in between when, when, when Annie does her sending mm-hmm. and when she gets one back saying, okay, <coughs> at which time she'd have to send to... She'd have to descend to you to get a cool boom, do the thing, at which time you would meet with a host of, of soldiers and guards, and the first thing that they step, that they see is you step, stepping through. Um, <laughs> the second thing, and she is there also. The Dwarven mm. Chancellor is there also. The second thing that they see are 30-some some orcs armed to the umteeth and gills. Um, mm-hmm. Probably a number of Fisher tribe tri- tribe also cool, 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 cool. come like that. through like that. also. Um, and are you bringing the likes of what was called the named uh, um, um, orcs also? Are you bringing like you know, Lasgar, Yazgash, Kog, Kogra, yeah, yep. You're basically they are. There's no but there are, there are no orcs left at like Kari. They're all all coming here yeah perfect children and elderlies who can barely walk like yeah we're not being like here's your stick get out there (laughs) okay so so all Mm -hmm. yeah every able-bodied willing awesome so there is definitely a kerfuffle when this happens um but i'm not going to make any persuasion checks need to be be, be, be rolled here because um you did hit it off well with the dwarven um chance Chancellor and Annie did her job well. So while there's shock and spears are pointed out, they see that they're not attacking. Mm-hmm. But this is it's it's funny because this is exactly the thing that they're this is the reason why the gate's closed. Mm-hmm. So a bunch of bloodthirsty or, bloodthirsty <laughs> orcs wearing scorpion plate mm-hmm. don't just come charging through swinging, right? The only reason why crossbows are not just unloaded and spellcraft and fireballs is because they're walking. They're, they're, they are like jogging through, you know, because it's circle the athlete, like, like move through. So, oh, 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 oh. they come through and then, then they stop looking around. 
colder here, <laughs> like speaking broken common and whatnot. So they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. I imagine there's a lot of like, whoa, 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 whoa. Calm down. The orcs are marching down. through, and the fishers, who are mostly humans, are on the outside going, hey, 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 it's humorous because this is the exact thing that they were concerned con- they were concerned about. But seeing that there are no attacks, um, and say so you will be escorted out of the c- city, and frankly, you'll be escorted all the way to where you're you're you're, you're going. It's going to be a several day, honestly, a couple week long journey still through um, Drac Dragon Tail to Drakengard. And the folks that are here are not just like um, um still protectors; they're people that are going with. So this isn't just it, partially, partially was if it's a trap, we're just gonna 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 take care I have of to it. Mark all those charges off my sword. So mm-hmm. you will certainly so not be, be alone on the trek. The back will be, make me empty. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, whenever I have to come back to make it line up with them, I would go with them if they're immediately escorted. As yeah, far yeah, as uh, uh, until you know what I mean, like because I don't yes. have weeks to get out there. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Sure. Oh, hi. <laughs> Yes, so I think that makes complete sense. Um, yeah, sorry, I'm just having a very, very mental image. Whoa, 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 thing here. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming... Minna's, Minna's first mate, I can't remember uh, his name. Minna's first mate? Yeah. Uh, I made it up, I can't even remember it. Anyways, the goofy one that I made all the jokes with when I DM'd. He'd be the one coming through very first like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Chris Pratt. Yeah, yeah, very much dressing for Chris Pat here. He's doing the... Dwarves are a little confused at first until... Yeah, yeah. Also doing doing the um, Jurassic Park this thing, right, right? This thing here. Um, so I, I... Felix. Felix, there you go. There go. There Sorry, go. that was going to bug me. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Felix takes... Oh, no. Uh, Felix takes... Uh, nine points of damage as two crossbolts strike him. The other orcs take, you know, so there's a few, like, trigger happy, like, this is this is exactly what we prepared for. It was a trap. Exactly. And I think that as reloading is, is happening, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, right. All this dwarf up there, it's a trap. <laughs> I'm also just imagining uh, Ace Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Felix. <laughs> yes, that's why I rolled for you for, for, for specifically. The, the, the orcs can take a hit and go. <clears throat> I think there is immediate Felix tension that's like pink, and then like. And I think what stops a lot besides Felix is whoa, whoa, oh my god, whoa, whoa, is Earth is Earth just like. The elites, you know, sort of <laughs> the thing, and I think that there's a calm is restored, blood is not shed, blood is shed on the good guys' side against against them and their heads mm-hmm. until everything is calmed, and then indeed they will um, begin to march them out out of the city and begin the long hike where they, they need to to go. Of which there are paths. This isn't uh, in the in the wilderness. There are established pathways to go. Earth, you probably spend several hours with them marching along, making sure that things are kosher. Um, are you'd probably do intros and say, "All right, um, 
Lasgar, you know, he's a good guy. Kind of between him and Kagra and Kari, they're the, they're the orcs generally in charge. Um, and you'd be introducing them to the folks there that, that 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 are in charge to make sure that there's no misgivings or anything like that. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna stop talking here. I'm gonna give you whatever. Um, explanations you want feel free to make make up shit and say yeah Sar sergeant fish fucker um you know what, whatever you want to do or you can simply say no earth just does x y you know z on the way because we know that you want to to re return into time to rest in the court city at least so you will not be able to make it to to the dragon guard by any means yeah um no we'll make it make it clear that uh you know, we're going out there first to to prove a point of like uh, what we're willing to sacrifice to prove that these orcs are different and you know they, they deserve a chance in the new civilized West. Blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. um, don't be dicks and abandon us. You know, there's a little bit about that. Otherwise, yeah, it would just be riding with the orcs and kind of preparing them to make sure that they're ready to face their enemy their enemy of which we know some orcs are down there some, some goblins orcs. not yeah. hobgoblins yes some, um, okay. goblinoid sort of just includes goblins hob goblins bugbears bugbears um, even trolls <clears throat> and ogres are not goblinoids technically but you know that they do have monstrous races too kind of Nera's manticores these are all things that they have at their Behest um, at the same way. Well, now that, we know. <laughs> well, at the same way that you guys have like flying eagles yeah, and, yeah, yeah, peg yeah. and Pegasus, and Pegasus, the bad guy version of that as well. Yeah, Monstrous totally. races. Mm -hmm. Misunderstood. I love that. So yes, you you go with them a solid. You know, you pro probably spend a good chunk of this day. You get there first thing a.m. and uh, um, you mm -hmm. march with them a good amount of, of time, and you slash back here to end time for. Dinner and drinks. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Love that. Love that. Love that. Did not expect that, but it totally makes sense to make that happen. Um, and and you are. It, it is a good point. It does take some time for them to walk, to march over over there, um, and whatnot, even with an escort. So perfect. Um, Norwin, is there anything you would like to do over these two day period in the court city? Hmm. I'm kind of tempted to do something similar to what he's doing, <laughs> but see if Moonseeker has time for a brief audience. Do you have the spells to get there and back? I do. I have a six and a seventh still, or a seventh and an eighth. Okay. Um, how do you reach out to Moonseeker? Does she? I don't. Does she have a? a, a, a she does. To you? I was she does. Say, I yes. know. I think Morningstar and Moonseeker are two that had quills to you. Yeah. So Norwin. I mean, obviously, he would need to get some more details from Eklan if that's what he was going to talk to her about. Mm -hmm. Say like, what would be actually on the table in terms of offers or like propositions. Um, I don't know if that's something that you had necessarily prepared for the moment. Uh, you know, it's pretty <clears throat> Lucy. In in the sense of the Katreva specifically have been the Katreva specifically even more specifically Firesong have mm -hmm. been allies of Valdemar mm -hmm. Clan for some time. Vaniel Elspeth 
Selene, um, Amold mm-hmm. Elspeth, the late, um, they all were trained by Firesome mm-hmm. um, in, in, the, in the holy arts of paladin cleric ship, mm-hmm. right? So um, that, that's gone, gone back a couple hundred years and such. Mm-hmm. So um, the Travis specifically are, are sort of like who the offer is for, mm-hmm. but... And the, but like, would they get like some sort of compensation package, or is like is basically what I'm wondering? It's like, what do oh, they get? Oh, out of oh, it? oh! I see, I see. If I, I were see, to negotiate, it's not like, hey, come work for us, mm-hmm. and then like, what does that entail? Well, mm-hmm. it is sort of you doing that and mm-hmm. saying, you know, I'm going around doing a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I there's a lot of people that need help in the court city. Paperwork is stacked. There's always dangers. There's always mm-hmm. basilisks and God knows what monsters just open up the D and D monster man and say, "Yep, that's that's in the wilderness f- f- fucking up Farmer Joe." Mm-hmm. Um, what do they get from it? Mm-hmm. Well, I suppose they. I mean, the Katreva don't really utilize wealth in the way that we typically do. Right, gold doesn't really do much for. That them, mm-hmm. um, the Tulledras in general tend to be like paladins and, and clerics, travel and embrace other cultures and be a hidden like kind of like what you guys first met them in Agrastone, de- dealing with the the, un- the undead scourge before you ever knew that mm-hmm. my affairs or whatnot were involved. So there's no real real offer here except for the intangible yet important offer of. Furthering the strength between mm-hmm. Cermeneo and Alfheim and leveraging both your mm-hmm. personal um, experience with them and also the Valdemar family's um, personal ties with the Catrebo. There mm-hmm. hasn't really been anything, anything said about we'll send you anything or whatnot because generally they move and, and operate in place their bail wherever they mm-hmm. want to and put up a, a veil and be secret and all that stuff. True. Mm-hmm. There you go. I forget, did we discover heartstones are used to power veils? That's what that is. Uh, yes, I think so. The green ones. Like, uh, very big ones, right? They are heartstones, but they seem to come from that central emerald mm-hmm. mass that, that, that the undying court seems to reside in. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Which you Different only saw. Mm-hmm. Yes. Are they related? Chances are they are related in some way, shape, or form. Otherwise, why would you call two but not different just like things? Any heartstone would work, basically. Yes. Now, if we kill a black dragon and get a black dragon heartstone, you can use it to make a It would seem mm-hmm. that would not be the case. At least right. that's okay. the additional okay. one. Never mind, never mind, never mind. Fair enough. Oh, they might still like them anyway. Yeah. So, we can see. We kill more dragons. Yeah. Anyway. So let's say that you um, mm-hmm. know that. You mm-hmm. get a po- positive response back. Yes, come to Shea Mordai. Um, I'll mm-hmm. meet you at the, the tree line. And presumably you mm-hmm. go through. It's like 2, 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm assuming you want to do this fairly swiftly so you still get your full long rest and spells back. So it's the dead of nighttime, you put on your goggles and you see the almost, you know, the moon, moonlight and the um, snow. At, at this point in time, we are certainly um, um, into the very end of November, December time frame here. Both mm-hmm. is just around the corner. So this forest has snow all about it. But of course, as you take a step within the sort of 
veil that exists around Shemurde in general, um, mm-hmm. it is as if it's spring. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, you don't see anything there. You don't see any any ancient structures. You just see more forest, and then you step and you realize it is, of course, an, an illusion. The temperature increases, mm-hmm. and it is as if it is spring, which is very similar to how all Tehlejas veils are the exact same. That's part of what the magic is. And then not, mm-hmm. not only obfuscation, but also just comfort. Mm-hmm. Um, morning star, you know, the moonlight shine, shines Morning. off. Or, sorry, mm-hmm. Moonseeker, Moonseeker. Uh, shines <laughs> off her silvery hair, her pale skin, her diadem, and whatnot. She hasn't changed a lot since the last few times you saw her, because why, why Why? would she? She's mm-hmm. a several hundred year, year old mature elf herself, but it is always, I think it always brings a, a smile to your face to mm-hmm. see your one-time teacher now. And she's, she's made it clear, very much a peer. Mm-hmm. Like I to I peer, but I think you can say that she, she can say that. But I think whenever you see your teacher, you almost like you know defer. I think that's just mm-hmm. a general thing of like I am your your peer, but hi te- teacher, you know sort of thing yeah, there. Exactly. So mm-hmm. as you guys up to meet, like we don't, we don't have to have to RP this per yeah. se. Mm-hmm. What do you want to say to her? Yeah, basically, I would like to lay down the kind of. Um, not necessarily offer, but the proposition that uh, Eklund has brought forward being like, you know, Norwin is a warden of the forest for Ceremonia, but, you know, it's hard to keep track of everything by myself, essentially. And so offering to see what they would think of reinforcing ties with Ceremonia, trying to see if they would be willing to maybe go out on some of these scouting missions that Norwin, like, under Norwin's kind of supervision to some degree, and that would also Intel, like, you know, in Alfheim as well, I think, if they wanted, if, like, the, um, Kirsil Karn were, you know, open to that, kind of, not only Ceremonia benefiting from it, but, you know, also Norwin using his, you know, mm-hmm. either abilities to move people there, or expertise in some ways, to kind of, like, reinforce and strengthen ties. Love that. Well, you have the second, second week in a row now, something <clears throat> I did not expect, um, because... I thought you would go with Annie to meet with mm-hmm. the Castle Car, the governing body of 66 elves mm-hmm. and their various noble families and whatnot, which has a delegate um, affair, face sworn of the, un- the Undying Court there, but you went right to the Undying Court almost directly, leveraging yes. your connection <clears throat> with Moonseeker. Mm-hmm. Um, Mostly because I didn't want it to blindside no, them, I, and like... I wanted it to be something that the, um, oh my goodness, Undying, Undying Court could consider before it was brought formally later on. Well, when I say you did something I didn't <clears throat> think of, uh, I mean there's a compliment because this works tremendously in your favor. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll roll this with, ad- with advantage here um, because Moonseeker will take the your word. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, she obviously can't tell you on anything. She's not possessed mm-hmm. by by them like the uh, soulless Fishornar. Um, no. So she mm-hmm. will take this word to them, mm-hmm. and you will hear back probably via Quill mm-hmm. about what they say. They they're also going to probably want to communicate with the Katreva and see what they think about this because the mm-hmm. Kavania and and Katreva just recently split again after being together for so long. Mm-hmm. They just recently went, okay, we're, we're going to split now, but 
Mm-hmm. Elves are slow moving, right? So they exactly. got there. So their split is like, okay, after like, it's like the longest Minnesota goodbye mm-hmm. possible. Mm-hmm. Right? 22 years. So it's a good, it's a good time now for them to be like, well, good thing we didn't put down roots and start focusing, focusing on on, on Hearthstone. Um, let's head south mm-hmm. instead. So I'm going to ta- table your answer no, to that exactly how time. it works. Um, mm-hmm. Remind awesome. me if I don't remember for some reason, remind me <clears throat> once we get to the stage where we're doing our two week more aggressive time skit before mm-hmm. you guys meet back up before the war starts. Um, we'll certainly discuss more about that. Makes sense. Yes. So mostly just wanted to like basically get the ball rolling without anything like official. Yep. No, I, that's mm-hmm. really, really perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect. 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 Yep. Yeah. Like I said, you, you thought of something I did not. And that really smooths things, things over. Uh, not only your ties with them in general, your specific tie with the person that essentially sacrificed the rest of her, of her many, many years. Mm-hmm. So you could have a, a, life Mm -hmm. um she can certainly see the benefits and strengths in this Mm -hmm. perfect uh well that will take you know again you'll probably return 3 30 a.m sort Mm -hmm. of thing and then be exhausted in your next next day sort of like when i stay up super super late after Mm -hmm. a long day of using magics and whatnot i'm like there goes my entire (laughs) saturday right yep um, cheese logs. <laughs> cheese logs. Uh, yeah, so you and, and morning, anything you want to do in the city, you and Morningstar, um, again, general <coughs> stuff. Obviously cheese logs, but I probably would spend some time just in the surrounding areas outside of the, the city with Morningstar, just basically, you know, enjoying the nature that is out there as opposed to being directly in the city. Mm-hmm. Love that. You know, she loves being in the city in the city too because it's so different and unique mm-hmm. to her but even she's like when does it stop and you're like oh this is the closest it gets but if you listen really hard that hoo-hooing is actually a magical sign to the night the night owl bar that has a silent spell around it and whenever you hear the fucking hoo-hooing it's when somebody opens a goddamn door mm-hmm. there's no actual owls in the city much she goes you're kidding me. You're like, no, look. Like, you like, open, open the door and it's like, boom. And people are like, she goes, maybe outside the city isn't a terrible idea. Um, yeah. So just kind of a funny time. thing. You know, still flying around the city occasionally. And yes, yes, yeah. You can, tomfoolery. you can wild shape and fly wherever you want to. Um, mm-hmm. And you can easily spend a lovely few days with yeah. her. Ready? Perfect. And Annie. You sent me a list, but feel free to walk walk through. I did my homework. Good job. Feel free to walk through the things that you want, and again, let me know if there are um, scenes you want to act want to actually RP, or if you want to simply state these are the things I do. Go right ahead. I'll probably start with stating. And again, feel free to control the NPCs also in this sense, and say I go here with this person, and we do this thing. I'm giving you guys a lot more flexibility and freedom now as we do more and more brief and longer time skips so we don't have to have RP for every single scene. So feel free to RP your your, your own NPCs that you have made or become close to. Take Morningstar. She said it. Girl night. Play, yeah. You know what? This is, this is how it goes. This is how it goes. No. Mm-hmm. That first day, I would um, check on Emlyn and Quinn at the trade school in Lower. Um, just to make sure, you know, they got there the previous day. And... They are living in there. They're sleeping in there. Um, Elkaris dropped them off. 
Um, they're kind of just cleaning up now, um, finding what rooms they want to have their desks. And, you know, it's just sort of yeah. like, it was, it was an abandoned thing quickly, uh, um, in a sense, when Alcrest purchased it. For, what, th this is no, the one, the oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, this is the that one was you, the you did. Yeah. Alcrest has a school, you're doing the orphanage. Correct. You're doing the trade school. The trade the school, yes, school. where I purchase the apartments yes, yes, for yes, a lot yes, of money yes. sorry. to like, have teachers and yeah. stuff. Get my stuff. Mixed up. That huh? is a-okay. They would specifically go to the trade school because they have the trades that I think would elevate yep. people to Completely jobs. makes sense. Yeah. If Emlyn can be a, a steward, ma major domo, seneschal, any of you rugrats can. He's, also, he's got a hard life. He'll teach you to budget, do math, read, write. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, but yes, um, he will indeed. And I think that's very nice because he does not consider himself a teacher by any means, but he can be to, to some people. And I think that really, somebody who doesn't have confidence in, in themselves can almost be an unalleviating force to youth who find authority figures untrustworthy. I won't even, I, I won't use the word scary, just un, uh, untrustworthy. Obviously, you're well before the point of having actual students and whatnot here, but um, yes, yeah, so easily you spend the next part of the of the um, day making sure that they're comfortable and getting them what bedding and basic comforts they require. Yep. Um, you can you can like at some point in time you can mark up like a hundred gold, and we can just say that's the school budget for now, including fixing like, everything up, comforts, whatnot for them. Perfect. Then I would go to my new school next. Okay. To establish myself as the new patron. Okay. <laughs> and change the name. So. Do you have a name picked up? I do. It's the Raven Forge Institute of Performing Arts. Ooh. Raven Forge yeah. Institute of Performing Arts. RFIPA. Mm-hmm. Me like it. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Raven Forge Institute of the Performing Arts. Yep. Love that. So you get a sign commission? Nope. No? Nope. nope. Just our logo. Okay. What's the What's the logo? Uh, Raven flying away from an anvil okay. with mm. musical notes behind it. Love that. Yep. An anvil. Raven because we're cool away. enough where we don't put the name on it. Mm. You just know. Exclusivity is a big thing, man. Yeah. So, if you know, you know. It's just a green fire torch they put outside the door. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's, it. That's it. Love mm -hmm. that. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think I think when when um, Elkaris bought that for you, it was basically a blank a blank slate. Like, it was mm -hmm. a school that he... A small... We're talking about a school, right? It's like a yeah. small school. Like, there's... I do have a map for us at some, at some point in time. We're talking, like, a dozen... Dads is like side by side. So we're talking like 24 students total. Some beds, perhaps, if, if people do need to stay here. But that's not what it's for. It's a fucking an, an elite institute. But use the word elite. That's what it. That's what it, what it used to be. It doesn't have to be that at this point. Mm -hmm. Be whatever you want it to, to be. Yep. They were they were hard up on puns. Um, and Elper said, "Cool, you belong to me now, um, and now it belongs to you." So there's no current student base for that, but you can certainly um, begin to put out feelers, and maybe you have, some, maybe you want to talk to talk to Felicia and, and to Tibble about it at some point. But you go to the school, you get a signed commission for it. You you officially put in the paperwork for the name change, so the Galandas have their 
fingers in it. You pay, you pay the, the dues. You, you have to pay all that shit. And that is a, a, a chunk of that same day. What else yeah. you got? Um, after that, I would probably just go back and check in on Poskin and hang out at the den. Because it would be getting towards dinner time at that point. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Poskin's doing pretty well um, at this point. The ring of regeneration that he, he, he had for a week really regrew anything that he had. It's mostly just the memories of the incredible pain he went through um, and just torture and fear and, and whatnot. Uh, Poskin isn't completely new to such things, but he is new to that degree of such things, right? He's used to being the infiltrator um, successfully rather than what happened there. So he's doing well physically. Um, he's just working through some So He's basically um, benched for now, staying in the them himself. And you've seen security for the dem increase quite a bit. Even you, I I'm gonna I'm gonna say you would either have to like dimension door yourself in illegally or you or you would have had to go to your um house, your your um town home the first night. Because again you guys did not even, oh, yeah. even get home until like 1 a.m. Those gates are closed to the Platinum Towers. It's like, if you want to sleep here, even if you live here, you better be here before the gates close at like 10 because things are, things are the world is scary right now. The closer you get to the end of the truce. Scary the back. I mean, there was literally a bone claw in there that fucking killed a bunch of people. What would have done far worse if you guys hadn't also been there. So you can definitely spend the next few days with Poskim Alcaris. Um, Just that night. Just that night, okay. Yep, and then the next day I would swing by the castle and start sparring with Elspeth again. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Well, she certainly appreciates that. I'm um, kill her this time. Oh, well, yeah. Rapier comes up, ping, ping, ping. She, um, yeah, it's, it's, she's very happy to throw on her armor um, and duel you and try out some new tricks that she's been practicing and, and whatnot. Um, I will fuck around though and do mirror image, so she has to learn how to find a true enemy. I like that. So. I like I like that. It's a super useful skill to um, have, and it makes you get hurt less. Yep. <laughs> um, so it works very very well. Okay. And then also I would try to meet up with Felicia and ask if she and Tybalt want to like get dinner or something. For sure. For sure. But, yeah, that's it. Try to spend time with them. Sure. Tell me, um, while you're with Felicia and Tibble, of course Felicia wants to know all about your adventures and, and whatnot, as she always is, is want to do. Do you tell her about what happened in Heimat? I would, yeah. You do? Okay, mm-hmm. so you inform her about, oh yeah, our our enemy of all enemies was there, Guild Hall, blew shit up, brought some enemies. Dropped a, a giant, giant thing in the city. <laughs> yeah. I killed it. No big deal. Well, I stubbed my toe yesterday, and I insisted that Tybalt move the ta- table. So you will you will notice it has been moved two inches to the right. Well, that's where it needed to be. I'm glad you finally have that fixed. Tybalt, of course. My bad. My, my, my bad. I never stubbed my toe, but that's fine. <laughs> um, are you involving Tybalt or Felicia in either of your um, trade school or, or, or performing institute endeavors? Or I they would just offer, but not, not insist, because I know Felicia doesn't like to be in one place. Yeah. But I would say if you know people, 
I now own both of these. I think Felicia would be quite smitten with the idea of you opening up a performing arts in, in, institu institute. Even if when you bring her to it, she goes, oh, this is what you call an institute. It's a small, quaint thing. She's like, hmm. But I think she's smitten with the, with, the, with the idea primarily for you. Every time you see her, she always kind of pushes you more toward you're losing your roots of who, of who you are. That's not true because I think you found who you really are through the course. Who who are you? You're the person who loves Alcaraz. You're the person who wants to save the world with these two two chuckle fucks. Um, and you're and you're the, the person who wants to be the voice of the crown. That's who you really are. You're just a very good bard too. Uh, and I think Felicia always wants to push you more toward. The, Bard side and really flexing that muscle. I think she she's she's just happy to see that you are investing in this bardness, and I think to the point where she'd be like happy to help. Uh, you want her to teach some classes or what? When the when mm -hmm. the time comes, um, she'd be happy to. Um, mm -hmm. She taught. She would say something something like, "Well, well, I, I taught you after all, didn't didn't I? I can teach anybody." <laughs> Absolutely. That's why I want you to go to the school and lower. Hmm. <laughs> just trade school. Is that, is, that, is, that, is that where you trade one young boy for a different one? Look, I'm looking at Tibble. No, it's actually where where you um, learned mostly trades, like with, with your hands. I know what a trade school is, Tibble. <laughs> um, perfect. That's all Annie would be doing then. What's Tibble's role? Do you, besides keeping your home tidy and your dog walked. What is his role in the, in either school or whatnot as well? Well, considering we were focusing on music, but more on the roguish aspect, I will inform him that after the truce is done, and hopefully after the war, I will need a right hand to come with me places. My own squire, my own page. Okay. If he wants to, you know, see the world, take notes. Of course. Having a page that you can trust and tend to, to your needs while you're out in the world is a very... Probably die. Very... Depending <laughs> <laughs> what thing she's doing. Also, he walks my dog. So... I, which the first thing I think I said, the, the second thing I said, besides the baby dog gets walked. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and then he's supposed to just keep learning. So I do expect him to be working on his reading, mm. writing, grammar. Wemma. He, he might be... I think you see this in him, whereas Felicia is uniquely suited to, you know, teaching when it the whims hit hurt her too, right? Mm -hmm. Tybalt's probably uniquely suited to finding trade school potentials. I mean, that's what he's good at. He himself would be that exact thing if you hadn't had an already had something. He he's probably uniquely suited to going in the lower districts and rubbing elbows and seeing, you know, someone saying, hey, do you want to learn how to do something rather than beg for coin? Uh, obviously, this is a longer term thing and he's probably just collecting, um, jotting down names, locations and whatnot. And ultimately, you would probably be the one to assess them if you so choose. Um, First would go to the kids in the orphanage that it's attached to. 
Yeah. Because they always get first priority considering they're in there. But yeah. then anything we can fill in would be that. And then if anyone does show promise, because they will all need to take music fundamentals in the trade school. <laughs> anyone shows promise will then be transferred. Mm, there you go. Interesting. Perfect. If they want. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> anything else on your list? No, that's Perfect. it. Perfect. Well, you all definitely have your work cut out for you um, outside the city and then inside um, spending time having fun and relaxing with Morningstar um, mm -hmm. or if, in, in the time that we've had going around the table. Anything that just came to you, you want to do in the city or are you just relaxing your muscles for the work yet to come? Yeah, I mean, I would have to uh, put my hand on hack and spend quite a bit of energy to get those ruins to light back up so then I'll just crash on the couch for the last day and a half. Makes sense to me, it makes sense to me. Couch. Okay. Mm -hmm. Lovely. Easy enough for you guys to spend these next few d d days relaxing and regaining your strength. Mm -hmm. Now before we reconvene and head off to Skarmish, probably have some things to discuss. So now we do the, m the movie magic. <laughs> Going backwards here. We fade back to a few days prior. After you guys had um, met with the general and high, high marshal whatnot and learned what had, had to be done at the Fay States, um, and then after it was it was just just you three, Eklund and Elspeth, and you spent hours divulging all of what happened in in high, including living through the lives of the previous host um, and giving them. History. Here you go. Real history. Factual history. Um, we assume. <laughs> stuff right there. You then spent another of an hour or, or, or so talking about the mission to Scarlet. Um, I think Eklund probably does most of the talking in this case as Elspeth Fox nods to him allowing him to, to do what needs to be done. So... As I was saying previously, your mission, this will not be like the Fae, the Fae States. The Fae States, Chancellors know that you're coming, you have an appointment. They know that the voice of the, of the crown will be the bear. If Scarlet had their way, I dare say we would not be, be meeting with them whatsoever. They continuously either either stonewall us or push off the, the date for any such meeting. I'm sure you all recall when they <coughs> did come to the, the summit um, uh, eight months ago, uh, they did not even stay, stay the night here. Your mission is to... Essentially, your mission is to meet with the king and to deliver uh, and to speak these words to him. And he'll hand you a scroll. Um, I can send you the contents of which at a time when it makes more um, importance. Problem is, of course, you're not just going to be able, we're not going to be able to make a 
schedule with them. And Annie, you wanted this to be pulled in. You wanted to use the fire within you to get in front of the king to handle Scarland in whatever way you see fit, sooner rather than later. And in, in light of that, we are uh, going to use the very close coming Turnir Korolevskoy Milosti, um, the tournament for the grace of the king coming up the last day of, of every month. This tournament typically has, has eight individuals that participate in it. One by one fights, amending with a, uh, well, ending with one victor. That victor, um, the one commonality between all of these turners is that the victor gets to meet with the king in the king's uh, in the throne room and with the uh, with the other four clan lords that make the five clan lords of Scarlet. when you gain this audience uh, when this audience is granted i should say you may ask a boon the victor may ask a boon of the king or the clan lords the only one that is unanimously considered appropriate in this in this day and age is asking to join the ranks of the goldbacks, wyvern riders, or otherwise fight on behalf of the king. As you can, can imagine, if you prove yourself worthy of being a victor in a tournament, you are almost immediately accepted into a rank of some degree of elite. At which time you have a nice stipend and you can you are under the king's thumb. So it is a way to increase your standing in Scarland in the eyes of the king and the other clan lords in general. When I say when I say that is the only unanimously appro appropriate one, that is the one that almost unanimously gets accepted. But you can ask any boon that you wish. Um, others have 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 asked for their families to relocate to other clan holds or for royal aid in reopening an ancestral mine or perhaps they request the services of a noble cleric to cure some magical illness or they may simply ask for a bounty of wealth gold silver and the like though the last time that boon was requested the victor was found dead halfway way back to his own clan Hold, hold on his multi-week travel back home. And the coin naturally procured anew by a squad of goldbacks who just happened to be passing by. Regardless of what is, is to be asked, the one constant is that the victor will get to meet with the king and the clan lords. Scarlet seems efficient, at least. They are, if not that, yes. If, if nothing else, they are that. The meeting always takes place immediately after the series of back-to-back battles that, that um, the champions go through. So in theory, this champion is at the weakest and most vulnerable. For reasons that very, very few know, perhaps only the king's most trusted and the clan, the clan lords, some champions never leave their meeting with the clan lords. Their names are scrubbed from the log of victors. Uh, what what one could wish for, what what boon could one ask that would lead a strong a strong warrior to not only never being seen again, but also their name being stricken from the victory. Uh, I simply do not have an answer for that. 
So, your mission is to read that scroll in front of, of him as voice of the crown and to speak Elspeth's will, speak Simonea's will. Underlining th that, there is, of course, understanding what is happening in Scarland. We know that we know that King Motsinir has become quite paranoid over time. There's been um, um, our agent, our diplomat, official diplomat, who has been in Scarland for hundreds of, of years, was removed from his position in, in in the last year, as all diplomats have been. Any ambassadors, diplomats, Amon boys, emissaries embassies, that which allowed us more easy access to the Scarlish nobility, aristocracy, and whatnot, have been essentially all shut down after the attack that happened here. When that, when that happened, Scarland went full doors shut, full isolationist. And their reason that they've been very, very candid, very open about is because there's danger in the world. Look what happened here. They simply will not allow that to happen to them. On one hand, I cannot, cannot, I cannot fully blame the, the king, especially if paranoia has gripped his heart and mind over the last century, because, well, he would be a next prime target, just as our late king and queen were. On the other hand, I think all of our minds are aligned. Is there something more nefarious happening there? Is there another figure whispering in his ears? Could have been offered the same deal we were. Absolutely. Mm. Nice little slice of the pie afterwards, after he cleans up everything else. Mm -hmm. Yes, when you mentioned that, that opened up my eyes for the first time of that possibility. So thank you for having that information. It is possible that this crow enemy of ours, the trap, he says the traveler, like, like I don't even want to say it. That sounds too insane. You know, Jesus Christ of the Lord and Savior, <laughs> um, the traveler. We don't know. He may be making that, that offer to <clears throat> many places. Mm -hmm. And I do believe that King Motsunir is the sort of king that would hold himself and his most trusted and his incredible wealth the close to his chest he can. Mm -hmm. I do not know the man myself. I've, I have never met him by myself. But from what it seems, if the world was to burn, he would want to be unscathed from that in whatever format he can be. However, it could be something completely different as well, the thing with with dwarves, they are very long-lived, they are very stubborn. Very similarly, we can say the same thing about, about elves. Um, elves are mm -hmm. stubborn and long-lived. Long they simply have more flower, flowery speech. They simply have more flowery speech around it. They take longer to make decisions. Scotland has gone through various changes over the last centuries, and these changes seem to be somewhat coincided with um, King Mozanir's paranoia increasing. The less he sees his subjects, the more decrees 
have been 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 placed down and whatnot. However, Scotland has always been a realm onto its own. Um, whereas Agerstone and Sermonea and Alfheim have adopt uh, have done away with slavery for well over a thousand a thousand years, in fact. Um, now you might you might argue the Arch Lector and the arm the Legion of the Dead slaves not, but your choice again arguments. Scarlet does not have such a thing at this moment in time. Slavery has never been outright outlawed like it has been in other in, in, in other realms. Agastone skirts this with contracts, but technically it is still a ch choice. In Scarlet, the practice of slavery went out of style for centuries, but has picked back up, especially in the mines themselves. One of the five clan lords, uh, mine lord Galgren first Blood is the son of the richest man in Scarland, the previous mine lord, minus the king himself, of course, especially if you count wealth at all in terms of the lives deep within his mines. An interesting tidbit here, whether or not it's relevant, I simply cannot say. Um, there about a, a century or so ago there was a a number an exodus um and an, an, and a, a traversal of um duergar um duergar you would all you, you would all know are essentially underdark. the uh, un, underdark dwarves exactly if drow are the uh, are, are the underdark elves duergar are the underdark version of dwarves in, indeed duergar are traditionally um you know they they Dicks. have they have their own culture and whatnot but mm -hmm. you often will see them under the thumb of drow mm -hmm. um in fact in many cases um duergar are almost slaves to drow also hmm. um so a hundred or so or so years ago um an exodus of duergar came to scarland as far as we can tell from the direction of the blight it's, itself and i say as far as we can can we can tell they the duergar that came did say that that's where they hailed they they, they hailed from so if we take them at face value, there's nothing to question, but say it, say it as you will. They came to Scarland looking for freedom, leaving the blight behind, and everything they had was confiscated as an attempt to overthrow the realm of Scarland and banish to the under ground of Scarland as to not sully the true dwarven lineage, unfortunately making them their um, exodus, brave as it may have been, from under the heels of Drow, mm -hmm. under the thumbs of their own cousins in the um, dwarven kind that we all typically think of. Uh, they now reside in the Underfallow region of Skogarland. Um, just so you guys know above table here, 
the Underdark doesn't really exist in, in, our, in our world like it does in traditional D&D, where, like, if you dig down far enough, you'll just find an entire another world, you know, of mm-hmm. giant mushrooms. It does exist in certain places, mm-hmm. but the Blight is really my version of the Underdark. It's really focused there, like, as you just pe- penetrate through a ton of... Mm-hmm. of levels and, and and whatnot um things grew outwards this 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 way but there are certainly um mountains and underground and chasms and caves and all so we can just like where there's those. places that lead to the fey places that maybe lead to the fell deep within mountains there's under dark-esque yes so places. i'm i'll i'll for sure pull under dark elements from but i don't want you guys to like to like think if we dig deep enough below us right now will we break through the um, crust of the of, of the world and, <laughs> and reach and reach the underdark coming for you no spider that, queen that's not <laughs> the underdark think think of the underdark instead of being all interconnected shit to be like there's probably pockets of it all mm-hmm. all, all, all around mm-hmm. and the blight was like broke down through so it's the biggest concentration there but there's no means to necessarily think that um an underdark settlement in the valinar city states will have tunnels that that connect with an underdark settlement in scarlet that just mm-hmm. simply isn't the way that things work could could that even happen if you had a thousand years and, and, and could move stone, certainly mm-hmm. magic would allow you to make such tunnels. Um, and some have been found, but More. not that go that far. Sorry, that just sounds like a trap. Like your, your gentle way of letting us know, like, guys, it has been a thousand years and they can move stone. And uh, that's so it's set up there. I don't know why you're surprised there's a huge evil kingdom here. <laughs> Purple worms. <laughs> Yeah, and dig a tunnel. I'm just saying things to you guys because I no, think no. I think you guys would have the thoughts the thoughts anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just I'm just establishing that the underdark in, in normal DD does not really exist here, mm-hmm. but um certain certain elements of it do exist, and there are no official natural tunnels spanning thousands of miles or, or, or anything mm-hmm. like that could one be formed in secret of course and it mm-hmm. probably has been by bad guys and good guys alike you think Morden Kanem doesn't have some tunnels that he's formed over time right mm-hmm. so he seems like a tunneler yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh that's Aklan's explan- explanation around the time again approximately around the um, time over a century ago when he's drow came in the years following that is when king motzner's paranoia really ramped up he was always paranoid for a hundred years prior to that to that even he is a 400 year year old dwarf probably more like 427 so this point approximately um that's very very old for a dwarf um very old also well i want to say i mean yeah he should be nearing his deathbed at this point in time um, King Motsnir has had seven sons and four daughters over time, and there's exactly one child alive right now. Damn. Shit. And you met him. Um, he was Ambassador Gremgus Flatblade, who was here with others the day of the summit. I'll pull up a picture of him. You may rec- recognize him. He certainly... I don't even think you guys knew at the time that he was the king's son. No. Um, does that make him no a prince, real... or does he not have so, a title? 
He had 11 children and only one's alive? Correct. They okay. all died in, in either... Again, dwarves are very, very old, right? So um, Gremgus Flatblade himself is like 200 years old plus, right? So yeah, yeah, and he's the youngest um, child. So he hasn't had any kids like 200 gotcha. years before. Some have just died of old age. Some have uh, some have died of old age. Some have died of natural yes natural causes, um, sicknesses, cave-ins, and war is the key thing here. Remember, um, Queen Queen Elspeth the, the first was the one that she was called the peace maker, right? Because when she came into power, power, she really strengthened the ties of the West and, and, and ended wars that had been going on for a long, long, long time. So many of, of Mozart's many, various of his children died in battle against against others or internal struggle. We're talking like things that happened 200 years ago. I, I don't have a dossier on, on every kid, but they died in ways that look Natural, but I think you all share a glance here. Like again, and um, a will both flat out say it's unlike me, and it's unlike Madani in general to have a bunch of theories without having any concrete evidence. But Scarlin keeps to themselves and always have kept their secrets. Ostensibly, on paper, as your eyes see, they've died of nothing nefarious. At least, not necessarily the king. If we can speak plainly here, do we have any idea if that's true? Who can say? As you all already know, patricide, uh, in fact, regicide, is typically the way that the crown is furthered on. To Even the if point it is, where now it's the ritual, right? Yes, it precise, precisely that, and sorry, to where if the king wanted to to abdicate his crown, the way to, to the way to do so would not be how our late Queen Elspeth did, where she gave the crown to her daughter. It would be plunge the dad dagger into my heart, and he could take milk of the poppy and get get frankly inebriated and die peacefully. Peacefully, as long as his son or daughter is the one that does the the, the actual act itself. Mm-hmm. So this is all part of the of the what we don't know about Garland. Does this mean that Gremgus Flatblade is prince? Would he be the king? Well, what happens if King Motsnir perishes and Gremgus Flatblade is not responsible for his death in some way, shape, or form? That simply has not happened before. If it has happened, it's been kept secret. Again, Scarlet secrets. So that simply is all there is. There is to it. This is probably more information than you require. All we need, all you really need to know. I'm just trying to flesh out the background for you. As you go to Hulheim and Scarland, you will see riches beyond your wildest. Dreams, and you'll see the lowest of low destitute folks enslaved. Mm-hmm. Not unlike our own fair court city in some ways, indeed. Your ultimate job is to meet with the king. We're doing that by means of this tournament, specifically the victor of the tournament. Hence, Urfael. Or perhaps I should call you and he'll hand you a dossier and you read the name at the top that says... Hemner. Hemner. H-E-M-N-E-R. Hemner Smeltgut? Indeed. 
Hemner Smeltgut um, is a dwarf. Um, he, my understanding is he's fairly soft-spoken, the son, the patriarch of a clan that owned, um, and I say owned, I'll come, come back to the past tense of this, that owned a, a very old natural blast furnace. Blast furnaces, if you don't know basic metallurgy, as you dig iron ore from mines and what and whatnot, it is completely worthless until you turn it into pig iron, which is a necessary step in steel making itself. Of course, I say worthless. You can make an, an iron weapon just fine, but steel is really where technology has has advanced. The cane that's here obviously have the arcane forge. That would be a magical blast furnace to make these sort of um, chemical changes in iron, uh, um, in iron ore to pig iron on the process to making steel. Uh, there are artificial forges that don't use magic but use heat. And there are natural forges which mean they use um, volcanic activity. Uh, just again, ab above tables, volcanoes are exceedingly uncommon here. Mm -hmm. In the south southern continent specifically, there's like none. There's essentially no active volcano. You're not going to go anywhere and go, <laughs> right? There's just, it does not, not exist. But volcanic activity does exist if you go down, 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 right? So there's rivers of lava and stuff. So you can really tap into that, pump it up, and make a natural blast blast furnace. Mm -hmm. um, likely where um, Dole Dorn was, probably in a neighboring um, col colony that you never knew it, knew existed but lived mere miles, not down but to the upside, there was probably a forge there where all of your hard-won stuff was probably brought just over there to have the, the word you never even knew that existed. You, meaning Dole the Dorn. Mm -hmm. um, in any case, back to this. Amond is in the past tense because repeated attacks by drakes, manticores, magmans, and eventually a clan of goblins lost the entire furnace and killed many members of the Smeltgut clan. Naturally, the king's wyvern riders and goldbacks were eventually sent uh, dis dispatched to clear it out at no small cost to the this, to this, this Smeltguts themselves to the point where the only real option was for them to sign the furnace over to the kingdom and lose their ancestral homes. Though they are, of course, allowed to stay and work for a lower pay and rental of their own homes and lands. As, as Hemner is the proper heir to this furnace, um, he's, he's trained hard over the decades to ask Boon of the king to return the furnace to the way it was under smelt gut, gut um, ownership. What we know about Hemner um, is he is doing this under the firm denouncement of his own father, who fears not only for his son's life, but, retrib but retribution from the king. You might ask, how do I know this? Well, because my agent, um, the agent of Sermonenea, he who was ambassador there, who has been, as I said at the, at the outset of this, all ambassadors said, go away, be gone. He did not vacate Hildehan. He went into hiding. 
so we do have an agent in Hildheim who you will be meeting with when, when, when um, the, as soon as you can once you arrive. And, and if you recall, it would be smart for you to arrive on the 27th. The, the, 27th, the tournament begins on the 28th. Um, his name is Kalkovich Wodensky. Kalkovich? Kalkovich Wodensky. W-O-D-E-N-S-K-I. W-O-D-E-N-S-K-I. Thank you. Kalkovich Wodensky. Wodensky, but Russian accents, the W is, is more of a V sound. Not, not Wodensky, but not Wodensky, but like Wodensky sort of thing. Wodensky. Not that you have to do the thing right. I just watched a bunch of videos mm-hmm. of how to do a Russian accent. Cause that, <laughs> that, that, that's what Hildheim's accent was. Leo called me out yesterday, yesterday saying, I thought Scarland's accent was like Swedish. I'm like, oh, Scarland has... Swedish accent, German accent, um, Russian a- Russian accent, all those sort of yeah. um, much much like how the United St- or much like how England has ten different accents depending on where on, where you are. Scarland does does also. Um, Irish accent is is the fourth, I think. So um, this this agent has been communicating with Declan, giving him information about. Hemner Smelka. The important thing is this: Hemner is in on the on this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, our ambassador found him essentially drinking away his sorrows, uh, wanting to still do the tournament, even though he has been officially disowned by his father and the clan entirely. Why? Because, as I just said, his his father does not want his son win or lose to bring the ire of the king upon the clan himself. This, this way his father can say he is not a smelt gut by name at all. If he, if he asks for this boon for us to re- return, the, um, to, to us to have the smelt guts back in charge of the forge, uh, he would denounce them. This reeks of fear. This reeks of a man who has given up on what is his own birthright because he lives in a realm in which birthrights mean everything. Mm-hmm. And when, because they can be taken away by someone more powerful, it's the most powerful chip that exists. I firmly believe that Hemner is a good man, a good dwarf and meant to do well by his clan. At the same time, he has accepted, uh, I will not tell you the specifics, but he has accepted a deal and a stipend by us and he will be re- relocated safely to a different location out of Scarland and he will live his life with enough wealth to live happily. This is not the end that you may want for Hemner Smelgut, and there's an element to me that would not want that to me either. However, we are not here to make friends with Hemner Smelgut. Smelguts sound like a bunch of soft shitties, so not too concerned about them. If they're our way in, good. That is exactly what they, they, what they are. You knowing that history is important enough so you can sell yourself as him. 
Um, we do have a, a images of him, so if you can if you can reconstruct a face or anything of the um, sort, that that would be anything you, you can. Mm -hmm. At the same time, Hemnesmaka is not a very well-known figure. If we gussy you up with some face paint and scars and what and whatnot, I think you can sell sell yourself space as right this individual plenty. Mm -hmm. For a scar. Yeah. Like, yeah. Space for, what are you saying? Like, space for, I have yeah. one more space for a scar. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, you're going to complain. Maybe remove some of the scars, actually. <laughs> Let's start fresh. Plaster, and then we'll add, okay, one scar. Um, you, we do not expect you to be Hemner Smelga in anything but name and the basics of looks. I, if they do deign to examine you very closely, to be frank, the ruse is up anyways. But they would need to know Hemner well enough to do such a thing. He is not the most auspicious person who has put has put their name into their tournament. He is he is a dwarf that has a story. That is the reason why he was the best person on such a short notice, surely, for you to Personate. I do not believe eyes will be on you any more than they would be on any other average attendee here. Any questions before we before we go on to briefly discuss the tournament itself and the the, the rules there in which and whatnot? Hemner. Hemner. Yep. Hemner. Hemner Smelka. Hemner, 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 Hemner. Hemner, Hemner, Hemner. I'm trying to figure out how I would say my name. What was his father's name again? I didn't say his father, but if you'd like to know his father's name. Well, just in case. Comrade. I am Hemner. Comrade Smelkut. Comrade Smelkut. Cowardly Comrade Smelkut. What's his name? Cowardly Comrade. I was just thinking because the father's a coward. I like that. Con... Conrad? I like that. I like that. Conrad. Conrad? Mm -hmm. Conrad? 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 Conrad. And indeed, they will use the word com Conrad here and there. Actually, they won't. They'll, they'll use a different word. Oh, you will be able to I'm help yourself. I'm spelling it K-O-N-R-A-D, though. <laughs> Me too. Totally. That's how I do it as well. <laughs> Add it with a C. That's for Which is the normal father. way. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. Gonna win. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that makes sense. character, yeah. Yep, makes sense. Perhaps we could even use. I mean, you you know how to use disguise kits, or am I projecting it because you're a bard? No, I don't know how to use disguise kits. Yes, I know how to use disguise kits. I don't kits. know when you never <laughs> needed to, we didn't know. I mean, that'd be like if. You're like, do you know how to use a hammer? It's like, why would I? I, I just crush things with my fist. The oh, question is, I use them all the time. are you proficient in them is the question. I don't think I'm proficient. Okay, no. so no. you can use them and it'll just be your yeah. decks that's rolling it. Exactly. Um, if you're, if you, you were proficient is, is really, really, I think, what Stephen was asking. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. I'm add six to your, your, your check. How would I know if I'm proficient? It'd be under tools. Tools. Ooh. It would be something like get them, don't they? Yeah. Like in the same in the same location where it says you're proficient with like a flute and and, and, and a lute. Yeah. And a, a boot. It would say <laughs> disguise kits. Uh yeah, let's see. A flute, a lute, a boot. 
The newt. Tool proficiency. Choose three musical instruments of your choice. Um, it doesn't necessarily say that you are. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think you are. Mm-mm, I don't mm. think I am either. But that is okay. Mm-hmm. You will be provided with a disguise kit to do the best that you can based on the um, sketches and images of him that you have. Again, it's like key features. It's more like 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 uh, what, what it is. Hel- Hemner can wear a helmet as much as I fucking hate him. And uh, yeah. then when we meet the king, I don't think he's really ever given two fucks about what anyone besides himself looks like. That makes sense. Raphael, you are saying exactly why we've chosen Hemner and precisely why, we, why we've why we chosen you wear a helmet with a face guard and this will likely not be an issue. Also, don't you have a diadem, the diadem that can make your hair look, 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 look wherever you want it to? Yes. That likely the hair sells a lot. Mm-hmm. Done and done then. We dwarves are mostly the... just nose and beard after that anyway. Exactly! Nose and beard. Nose and beard. Fucking elf. <laughs> How dare my half. <laughs> Sorry, I was looking for something because I thought. Not that it's important. Okay, never mind. Moving on. The turnier itself. Let's discuss this. When you meet with Kalkovich, he will be able to inform you far more about the details of it. I can I can only inform you what the what the rules are, and I use I hate using air quotes, but I, I will in this case because I have never seen the, the tournament, and Kalkovich has seen many 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 of them over his many many early years in Garland and, and, and Hildheim in specific. I can guess how complicated can it be. Well, mainly it is a test of martial strength. So use your muscles, use your wits, things that are outright banned. And on the specific list of examples, and he'll flip open his little little book and he'll take a deep breath. And he'll, I won't do it here, but he lists off like, you know, like a hundred things. Like, you know, fireballs, light, lightning bolts, um, um. Ice blast, storms, um, um, obfuscation, like fog clouds and darkness, and he just like lists through a thing, and eventually it all becomes a mumbling. You're like, okay, got it. Don't do super obvious spellcraft. Is essentially the mix of it here. If you come with magical items, you may leverage them, but again, this is a test of martial strength. If you have a sword, against specific exam- exa- example, that lights a flame, this may be this may be allowed. If you have a sword that emits fire in in an arc before before you, this is the coward's path to victory. Not my my words, theirs. So the the less obvious you are with your magical implements, the better. Let me pause here to address something. Why are you three going? Yes, Anaxoria is voice of the crown. Yes, Urfel, you are uh, you are a dwarf and you are very strong. Yes, Norwin, you are many many things. In no in no small way, in no small means, a means to get there from Dornberg. And life net. Mm-hmm. But why you three? There are others. There are other people that we could, in 
few theories sent? The answer is not any of the things that I just said. The real answer is because you are strong. We do not know what to expect. We know that if you get near the king, the king will have likely his strongest allies at his beck and call to protect him. him. We also know that you are remarkably clever and you have a, for lack of a better word, a toolkit that exceeds that of which even even I know. And Anaxoria does spend many hours telling me of your various experiences. Ex- exploits and I often ask you for for specifics not not because not only because I um, don't like to hear the stories but also because it allows me to know what you are capable of mm-hmm. I cannot even begin to assess what means you are going to need to, to use but I know that you three are powerful you are clever and you have flexibility this is why you are the three that are Urfile, I firmly believe, will be able to gain audience with the king. That does not mean that you or you will be allowed to, to, to join him. By what means you find your way into that throne room is up to you. Turn me into a spider. Done. Double spite. Right on your legs. Mm-hmm. Okay, Alright, we need two uh, we're gonna need two thing boxes of lead. I concur. I will assume that you that there will be magic wards in place and likely um, uh, seeing of spellcraft certainly will be there before you reach the, the king to make sure you are not some devil or fiend or mind controlled and the such. The closer you get to the king the more scrutiny will naturally be on you. The tournament is, to be frank, the least of my concerns. I have confidence that that will go in our favor. (coughs) Obviously, you two involving yourselves directly, magically, with the tournament aspect is firmly illegal and will be disqualified on site, if not imprisonment. But I also know that you two are remarkably clever and flexible and powerful if there are if there are means that you can aid Raphael in his tournament matches that you believe are not distinctly obvious or magical in nature that is your prerogative becoming spiders becoming spiders and being being smuggled in via a lead box is wise because lead even the finishy of lead does block de- de- detecting magical elements. Mm. Yes, Raphael, please. Can anyone join this tournament? Like, are there any requirements for who can fight for a boon? You have to be a citizen of Scotland. Okay. That's that's the only real requirement. Many people, the reason why there's relatively few is because while death is performing a coup de grace on your defeated dead enemy or a combatant who has surrendered is firmly not allowed. If your dagger slips into their temple mid combat, and that and that 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 ends the battle, so be it. So understand that. I am not sure. Um, Kalkovich will know how many have have signed up at this point in time. I know that there are are only eight that participate. I am not entirely sure how they 
If 20 sign up, I'm not sure how they negotiate getting that down to eight. Kalkovich will know more when you meet with him. All right. Does that, did, you, did you have any follow-up questions? Or I want to make sure that you of all people firmly understand. No, I was trying to think of ways that we could get them in. I didn't know if people had sponsors or if like, it costs money to get in. Like It would make sense that uh, this is the old chap who paid from smelt gut to, pay, to play. So, Raphael, your mind is cleverer than you may give yourself credit. I saw the look on your face when, mm. when I said, when I said clever. You two may be asking, what are you doing besides I give myself watching a lot of credit. I don't know. <laughs> Raphael fight? Well, we are sending you with a large amount of gold to place essentially a bet on Hemner Smelka. Kind of like what we did with the um, tournament here. Absolutely. I would agree that the idea came to me because of that. Similarly to how we, we wanted you to gain Celeria Irritane's attention, we actually, I believe it behooves us to gain the attention of those impositions of power um, within Hildheim within Hildheim itself. Why? I'm not entirely sure. I simply have an, an impression that you going, if in the end you simply polymorph a wild shape into mm-hmm. spiders and smuggle into a thin box that Raphael has on his person, so be it. If there are other means that you can cajole, convince someone to I don't I don't know I don't know but this isn't an instance where being seen may not be a bad thing especially considering that you two can wear essentially any face that you choose Mm -hmm. again that may not help you enter the king's throne room but it may very well have made you in your endeavors at the Colosseum itself the iron Maraid Coliseum. Urfail, my understanding, and Kalkovich can confirm my understanding, is the champion and champion alone is who meets with the king. Do they meet with him immediately? Yes. Immediately after the last bout. As soon as you're relatively cleaned up. Mm. So if you're dripping blood, perhaps they'll bandage you up, but it is expected to be swiftly afterwards. Again, this is more than likely a means that you've already gone gone through three d- difficult combats before you meet the king. So if you do have, have at any, not you, but if the champion has, has any roguish ideas toward, toward the king's life or anything else, he is at the weakest point that he or she reasonably would be. Sponsorship. It is not, you can place this bet if, if you want as a sheer third party, but it will be highly suspicious um, placing a bet on a fairly unknown entity like Hemner Smalka. You can position this as just as a, as a secret bet. You can position this as a very gregarious, I'm doing this, so on and so forth, and you're flimsy with your, with your gold. You can position this as a sponsor if you so, if you so choose. Understanding that being a sponsor of the Smeltgut clan uh, might mean something to some people, might not mean a single thing to to others. I should specify that that everything I said about happening to the Smeltgut Smeltgut clan happened seventy years ago. ago. It's not recent information. The Smeltguts are not a known 
entity by the common folk at this place. But I'm sure that some have done their... And I'm sure that some will look into it once you place your bet. bet. This will be a way for you to... Expect that 10% of your winnings will be attacked by, by Scarlet. That they, every single time that coin changes hand, 10% goes to Scarlet. That is a high amount, and they're very, very diligent about that. They make much coin off of this tournament as well. Well, that is the reason why we're sending you with a tremendous um, amount. I believe you will earn it back and will re return it to us and keep whatever excess amount you wish. At the same time, again, this is a way for you to have attention that you can use however you choose to. Again, we're sending you with 10,000 gold, which is a... He looks at Amelspeth and says, a staggering amount. Mm -hmm. If we do not get this back, we will be in debt to the face states, to Agarstone, um, and Elfheim all. You'll get it back. I'm confident that we, we will. This debt does not mean anything, does not mean the kingdom will close by any means. We will have to make it up in time. And this is a tremendous amount of wealth that we simply do not have liquid, so we had to borrow it, meaning the, the crown has incurred this debt. It would be very nice to get the 10,000 gold in return. We wanted an amount that we do not believe any uh, that will more than triple, maybe quadruple the next highest amount. Mm -hmm. If you decide not to spend all of it, Use your best judgment. Again, the reason you three are going is for all the reasons I before. Your flexibility, your cleverness. I cannot prepare you more than I already have now on what you will see, what you will experience, what decisions you have to make on the fly. Uh -huh. The reason why there's only you three, myself and, and our queen in this room, is because nobody else in Sermonea knows that this is happening. This is completely off the books, off the records entirely. If the worst is to happen, we will, as we have before, we will deny any collusion with this. If your minds are read and that is found to be found to be untrue, we will deny that your minds are reading truthfully. If this goes poorly, this will be seen as a ceremonial. I don't want to use the word invasion, but surely a very very activity. However, it is also a show of strength. And we are, at, we are at a point now where we are taking the calculated risk that if Scarland, if the king, if his advisors, if he's possessed, if he has the crow or this drow woman whispering, whispering in his ears, that information can blow this whole thing up. And then we can act on that. And I I'm hopeful that you will all return to us by whatever magical means you have. Or fight your way out of the entire city if it needs to come to that. If we are incorrect and there is nothing at wrong here and the king is simply paranoid but within his rights to do everything he is doing, my hope is that there are no blows that will happen in the king's throne room. 
you'll say your piece, they will throw you will they will throw you out and you will return to us. I will say one final thing, and that is it is very possible that the king will try to imprison you once you reveal yourselves. If that happens, do not go. I would not normally say this. Even our allies in an Bristol, I know that you all have had direct ties with knowing when to fight your way out and when it's best to not. Mm -hmm. With Scarland, we have no strings to pull. Expect traps, expect danger. Again, there's a reason you three are going and we're not sending other people who in some ways may be more suited to the task because no one is more suited than you three at doing what may need be done. That's best like. Wow, that was a lot. Um, crystal clear though, right? Give him the old smell gut spanking. Win the tourney. Make the key bend, king bend a knee. Come home, champions. Easy, easy peasy. How obvious is his sword again? Is it like glowing magical rune kind of opulent? Or is it just like... When it's charged up, mm-hmm. the ruins are glowing. Mm-hmm. And there's like, I imagine like a little, you know, like a, that mirage kind of foggy force mm-hmm. around it. Uh, but otherwise it's like that glassy, black, glassy. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. Kind of. So like, those glow when it's all charged up. Sure. And yeah. doing stuff. I think, I think, Leo, you probably have a good handle on doing a Gatsuka <laughs> 10 show might get you Yeah, kicked, a little soul kicked, slice kicked, might not be a good out. idea. Mm-hmm. Um, doing your slash teleport thing might be a bit, hey, that's a little that's magic, don't, man. What are you, a wizard? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. A glowing, like I said, a f- flaming sword? Okay, fine. As long as it makes a good show and it's not like an, an outward projection. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, I might not even use the let him do it himself yeah. thing exactly like, what are you, you're not a warrior your sword's fighting for you exactly mm-hmm. that. dwarves are fucking blade. dumb yeah and even so you can choose as you all know I think you can choose when to charge char- charge or not so it's like mm-hmm. maybe I can just beat this guy with go fashion me you know sort of thing and then mm-hmm. oh shit maybe not and as as we discussed your rage is not an outwardly magical thing because um, you can't shield yourself yourself anyways mm-hmm. and the spirits doing their shit doesn't work if it's just you anyways so your mm-hmm. rage will be to- totally fine from its damage re- re- reduction standpoint mm-hmm. cool yeah you know if things get tricks. real hairy and you need to win maybe that's when you you know flex things and see how far you can push, right? Mm-hmm. But that comes to down to you like, oh god, I'm at, I'm thing I'm doing worse than I thought I would, but you all those moves might all of a sudden be impressive say. if you're losing the fight to move an extra ten feet and that gets your head smashed. Exactly. As opposed to you're winning and whoa, that was magic y. Yeah. Nothing mm-hmm. you have right now needs to be saying. charged before you are are in the field. So you can just make these snap snap decisions as you choose. Mm-hmm. If there are any, uh, you guys have three days to do final preparations, and actually, you guys have long on that because this is happening before even the fate states. Four so days. Consider what 
if there are other spellcraft that you want to do, other subterfuge, again, you two might have your hands full, one or both of you, if you want to, in the Colosseum itself, rubbing elbows, making your names heard, your bet heard, sort of, sort of thing, or you may choose to keep that very under, un, under wraps and tight. That is up to you to do whatever you think is best. What I'm curious about is how the, I guess this would probably be a question for our contact, is how rapidly do the fights happen? Is it a situation where we could potentially store a fifth circle bunny in the ring and you use it between fights with your back up against a wall? Uh, yes. Um, there's, there's certainly gaps in the beat because... The first fight, there will then you, you're not sure if you're very unlucky. No, 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 no matter what, there will always be one fight in between your your fights, right? So you're, you're going to have several minutes for sure. Um, but it's not like, oh, you fought today, you're fighting again tomorrow. No, yeah, it's all relatively mm-hmm. fast paced. Okay. The entire tournament is like a one hour thing, mm-hmm. for, for example. Okay. You know? Sure. And that's just because fights, you know. We like to think of fights as being just, uh, uh, but really, any real fight in D and and in real life is usually decided within seconds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then they'll have breaks. It's they don't want want to be fight 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 fight. They want their 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 there to be, be breaks so that people can place new bets. Fight and, like one of those oh, little yeah. mini games, like a baseball game where the mascots do the race around the yeah bases. yeah exactly. Oh, here's yeah, the yeah, next yeah, fight. Exactly that sort of stuff. Exactly exactly. It wouldn't behoove their business model or the point of this it was just okay well this was 15 minutes people traveled all over yeah. people the journey lasts all day here mm-hmm. yes. yeah makes sense yeah, yeah. okay so okay what do you, uh, what do you just be cautious that that you do that you do um i believe you're talking about your healing spirit that is a that is an obvious you know thing around, yes. spirit that that may be uh and again, Kalkovich will know more, I believe, Urfael, once the tournament itself starts, you may be in a holding location with the other com- combats. I'm not sure if you are allowed to see the combats themselves. I am okay. unclear about yeah. myself. You know, I was just curious if you were left alone enough that you could hide it behind your cloak or something. That's an option. The other option would just be healing word. I could just pump five healing words into it, and then you'd just have, you know, be able to do it whenever, without it being obvious. Is that true? Like healing yeah. words wouldn't be obvious if I was in a room with eight people that I'd be like, oh my back. I mean, you have to say <laughs> the like the word. You, you, I guess you have to say the. Well, it's a kind of my back. Yeah, yeah. I think I think a healing word would be not a very obvious okay. thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a good. That's a good plan for a little, a little pick me up. It, it's and again, chances are you're not going to be super scrutinized no, by totally. know, guards are doing detect magic on you. There, yeah. a glowing bunny on my lap is different than a little yeah. f- glow of green room or whatever I'm doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, like. You guys, for example, doing it from the from the stands oh, yeah. would be an, an obvious thing. <laughs> Word. <laughs> However, bardic bardic inspiration, you, you, you uniquely is a non magical thing. Yeah. 
that the Don't inspiration itself, yeah. the, the words you're saying mm-hmm. are the inspiration. So I will just be very clear. He's got to get a front row seat. Yeah. Uniquely, yeah. <laughs> Annie, you do have the ability to. And if you're making an obvious show, you've already placed a big bet there. It totally makes sense that you would be able to do that. And I'm saying this above, above, above table because Barkin Space is a weird thing. Like, I don't think there's any mechanics where like a um, Mclin um, would be like, and you can shout nice things like give him a D12. It doesn't make any sense. So I'm, I'm letting you know above table. When have they ever been nice? Yeah. <laughs> True. True. Kill him. Kill him is all. Is all you said. Do better. You can boss him around. Yes. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just letting you know that Barkin Space will absolutely be a valid. Possibly the most valid thing you guys mm-hmm. could do from a combat standpoint that would not possibly get you get you kicked out from the mm-hmm. stands. So just yeah. above table. Yeah. Not that I'm asking you to do this, but like mm-hmm. the night you cast that eighth level foresight, ninth level. Spe- ninth level foresight spell on me. That's what I asked about earlier. Kind like, <laughs> yeah, like that. If like that, something like that would be detected on a fighter. Yes or no? Be de- de- detected where? What? On a fighter in the tournament, like. That would only be detected if somebody was casting detect magic. Okay, but if, yeah, so like it's not like we walk through something like that. But like if 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 we know I'm fighting a fire wielding opponent that we gave me fire resistance, it's not like I walk through a thing where they're like dispel, get out there, soldier. As far as, as, far as you know, that's, yeah, that's okay. not the case. Okay. It's just how much do you want? I mean, or like they would be like, oh, you resist the fire, you're a cheater, you know, yeah. like foresight's an incredible. I'll say I'll say this: both of those foresight or, or, or even what you just said mm-hmm. could be considered very negative things if you were caught. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So okay. the question is, if so there's some mage whose job is because mm-hmm. detect detect magic is a ritual, ritual spell. yeah. It's not. I'm not saying there isn't. Is sitting there watching. Saying, exactly. There mm-hmm. could there could magic. be five low level guys whose job is to mm-hmm. constantly just have that have that up at all times going. That guy's got got a, got a spell on, on him, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a and, divination and, 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 magic, basically, would be what it would be. Mm-hmm. So it's a very powerful idea you have, mm-hmm. but I will say that it does come with risk. I'm not going to say it work or not. It just comes with risk. It comes with risk. The yeah. question is, do you want to take those take the, those risks, or are you like, nah, I'm good? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Foresight's incredibly strong. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, if, if yeah, it's eight hours like, and you get like advantage on all d20 rolls. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mm-hmm. would, I would feel very confident with mm-hmm. that. But just like, again, all attacks against you. I'm more so worried about where we're going after the tourney than mm-hmm. the tourney. But like, so, I know I'd still have it there technically. Yeah, but you would. You having your ninth level spell in that situation, I think, might be more utility it's useful true. than me being more oomphy in a fight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes, but if we can't get with you, then yeah. you know you being buffed up to the nines wouldn't hurt either. But that's that's more so what I mean. It's mm-hmm. like you can't get to me. I'd rather have you have your ninth level spell mm-hmm. to get to me. True. Than me, I can smack things for a good long while. I'm not too worried. He wants mm-hmm. you to be able to become a dragon and bust in. And I mean, yeah. Us. How else are we gonna make these dwarves <laughs> bend the knee? Like, yeah, that's true. What are you I was gonna say. Can you repeat that? that it would be divination magic to see if he had that on him. No, no, no. Foresight would appear on me as, as divination. A divination magic. Okay. It appears as divination magic. But well, So, like, they can't see exactly what spell I have. Like, mm-hmm. they'd be like, you have an aberration spell. They wouldn't know I have fire shield. Yes. But they'd know I'd have... That's the right magic yes. rule, right? Yeah, yeah, that is. Aberration is so what the fire shield would be. magic is what type? Detect magic itself is probably divination. I think probably, divination. Yeah. would make sense. Detect magic is... Or transmutation. 
divination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, never mind. I'm realizing because they're both divination, this would cancel them both out. I yeah. thought I had a way of making it so they couldn't tell that you had it. But never mind. Ignore me. Or the scroll. Or our necklaces, you mean. Something else. Oh, fancy. Other tricks. Other tricks. <laughs> tricks. She likes the secrets. It's not like me to tell you things. Keep, so. keep your I tell you the second I get a new ability. I'm the same. I'm like, 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 i Certainly try, yeah. Or keep in mind just one more thing because we said it the last time we didn't, I didn't state it here explicitly. Then is the other reason why why you guys are very, very nice together is the bus aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, you can teleport directly to um, Dornberg, you can you can fly as, cl- as clouds in mm-hmm. and come back to your forms, mask, you know, alter self, do that, walk into the tower where well, Kalkovich will, will be. That will use your second highest slot and your sixth at, at least. Consider your way out, right? So if all shit goes to hell, goes to hell you need a you need a, a, a way out. I hate mm-hmm. to always rely on you as that, yeah. but in the same way that we rely on you as that, mm-hmm. teleport as your instantaneous, this is fucking too much. We're out yeah. sort of thing. That is true. Jones is and I think bad. Eklund would say that to you, so I don't feel bad saying because he because he, he would say, I don't yeah. know what to expect in there. I am hoping that you don't have to make a quick exit, but no but no matter what, there will not be trees in Hildheim. No. Mm-hmm. There will be trees outside of Hild of of Hildheim, but Hildheim is built into a mountainside. Did so you most touch of the trees in the place where we would want to teleport to fly from? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if you did. I, if you think you did, then yeah. Dornberg? I mean, you would have in the sense that, like, we approached it through the forest. Or, like, the, the little trees that were around there. So, like, you'd have something close. I don't know how, I don't know how your tree magic works, honestly. I mean, it's like, touch like, seen before. Hello. But, I mean, I would imagine you'd probably have to be somewhat intentional about it. Did you have, have it then? That's what yeah. I'm saying. Oh, like, probably not. Yeah, like you've seen the tree. I know we sat t- like by trees and you were around them for like mm-hmm. a day or two, but I don't know if you had the spell and no, were touching trees. Well, you had reverse gravity. Yeah. Like oh, was remember, that yeah, remember when we oh, went back yeah, and we yeah, saw yeah, the... Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and the sorry, I'm bad at the rain no, no, in the no, box. No, no, no. I, I yeah, know. because we were trying to figure out if we should touch the tree with the spirit of the past and we decided not to. Yeah, so you had it in Dornberg. Yeah. Yeah. Then uh, yes. If that was a place that had reverse gravity, then I absolutely would have. Only reason Yeah, because yeah, remember all the badness you... <laughs> I know I would take two of your spell slots, but if we could do your tree and your wind walk, that would leave me with the ability to do teleport and glibness. Mmm, you're revealing your, your hand? I already used that one with them. Well, I don't know if they knew that. Mm-hmm. These, these, these mortals don't know what the fuck glimness is. Look, look at them right now, they have no idea what it is. You sure you want to spill both those beams? <laughs> I mean, I've used it I mean, them, so if they didn't guess. You Did you use it on me? Because of the way... <laughs> you used it in a scene with the aspect of the soul. True. Which these guys saw at the table, but they sure as hell didn't know what, what, you, what you did. So you're, you're free to say it if you want to. You'd be revealing to Norwin and Urphile, yeah. not necessarily to Steven and Leo. Yeah. Well, 
Well, I'll tell you this mm-hmm. one just because it might sway you because I know that would be two of you. Before you do that, that though, mm-hmm. let me, I have the map of Dornberg itself. I don't remember, I'm not saying you did, I don't remember um, you touching a tree. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is a place that is like, hey, where the hell would there be a tree? Um, That's what I'm saying. Outside of Dornberg, like we came through trees, like... We approached. I'm trying, I'm trying to remember how you guys even even got to here. Did, did you did you hike? Did you wind wind walk here? I think you wind walked here. Probably wind walked or some kind. Mm. We don't walk. I mean, unless I'm an elk, <laughs> which is also very possible. Well, I'm just saying, like, how did we leave? Because like I thought that's how like I thought we walked through a tree to get back to wherever we were going. No, you wind walked to help us pass them. We went to Pilgrim's. So we wind walked again. Yeah. Okay. Damn. So then, yeah, um, we can't get to Dornberg. So, points move. Because there's not a tree on the map of the town. <laughs> I mean, I don't recall you leaving town to, you know, find a tree specifically up in this hilly, you know, it's this thing, it's, mm-hmm. in the, it's in the mountains and whatnot. The tree can't just be a little sprig. It has to be a big, like, five-foot around mm-hmm. tree sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I can give you a chance. Why don't you just roll a d20? We'll, we'll make, make a straight up luck chance. Uh, considering the location, we'll say a, we'll say a 16 through, through, through 20. You had the presence of, of mind to say, hold on, let me go f- find a tree and touch it. The difference is we go to Silwood and I think we have like an hour more of flying. That yeah, wouldn't be a huge deal. Oh, that's actually true, yeah. yeah. So, so, so that's what I'm saying, like, it's, not, it's not a huge deal. Huh. 13. Okay. Close! Very close! Otherwise, we go to the steps and it might, mm-hmm. the Pilgrim's Pass, and the entrance to Pilgrim's Pass might put us just as close to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think actually you're right, Leo. I think so, still, still I was like, your either way, we're like an hour away from one of those two other destinations that are on the other side of Dornberg. So, yeah, yeah. It's not, the end, anyway. not the end of the world. Yeah, especially yeah. with the wind walk. Mm-hmm. That's what I was saying. Like, we were using half of it to get there from Dornberg. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah, that's actually. Funny enough, I uh, didn't consider the fact that you're right. When I did the measurement, it was like half Dornberg. So if you went directly from Silwood, I think I think you'd be just. Fine. Yeah, I was like, totally. Mm-hmm. Take your time to check. Not a bad time for a break. I gotta use the bathroom. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. Let's take a break right now while I pull the map and I'll do some. Okay, we'll figure out where to teleport. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.